um honey yes um, me i'm about to go out like i'm going to be going out tomorrow you know that tomorrow is when we can move around and i'm going to the market going to go and open my shop and you know at least hopefully sell a couple of things you get um honey like no 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 calm down do you have to like we still have stuff in the house food has not finished you understand like we still have small money that we can be managing on yes yes we still have a little bit of money i understand oh yeah me oh yeah me but what about in the next two weeks in the next one month all on kolomogati corona my lift you understand and by that time and things finish are we going to start eating our very own children I'll be, you know, I'll cut my arm, we'll use that one for two days, and then you cut your leg, we'll use that one for two days. Is that what we are going to start doing now? But still, no, like, you know, we can still manage a little bit. Yes, we can manage a little bit, but for how long? We don't know how long this thing is going to last for. So please, you know what, let me just go. It's not for long. I'll be safe. I'll wear my face masks. I'll wear gloves. Our hand sanitize, throw sanitize, spirit sanitize. I'll even carry my Bible and anointing oil that pastor gave to me. Okay, okay. Um, if you say so, then I cannot really. You are the husband. You are the man of the house. You are the one that is kukuma feeding us, eh? Along Thank you very much. Oh, hey. Hello everybody and forgive my bad voice acting. <laughs> Hopefully one day it will get better and maybe I don't try that again ever. <laughs> Who knows? Let me know let me know if you actually liked something like that and you actually want me to do something like that, you know, once in a while. Obviously not all the time, but once in a while. You can just get back to me by sending a voice message through the app, you understand? Even if you are listening to the website, you can still send a voice message th- through the website. You know, just let me know what you think about that. So, getting this out of the way, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, good whatever time of the day you are listening to this, and welcome to the Volatile Times Podcast with Daniel. Thank you very much again if you've been a current member, you know, if you've been part of the Volatile family, it's a growing family, it's a new but growing family. And if if you're here for the first time, thank you very much again for checking me out, and I hope you continue on with me. Uploads are every Friday by 12 p.m every friday by 12 p.m and you can always let me know whether you like the episode or not or whether you know you prefer some things and stuff like that so basically just let me feedback if you want to you know tell me anything anything you can just send a voice message through the app i, I listen and i respond thank you very much so moving on to today today i want to talk about the lockdown is is of the you know happened on monday the first of me, uh, what month are we in self now that now that i think about it i don't actually okay yes <laughs> the first of me <laughs> that happened in lagos abuja and ogun state simultaneously well not really ogun state because ogun state has always had a kind of ease up on the lockdown i mean every other day we could go out so which means if we could go out on monday we we'll wait till wednesday then after wednesday we we'll wait till friday then monday again you know kind of like that and you know um as usual with anything and with everything facts get distorted about the whole lockdown and there have been many concerns some people supporting it some people not supporting it some people in the middle you know we have medical practitioners calling it premature we have Oloja market women, you know, clapping for Buhari and everything. So, like, it's kind of like 
a convoluted issue because nobody really has a surefire um how should i say it nobody ha- nobody really has a method or a decision that should be taken right now like a surefire one that this is the best thing we all think we have what is the best thing but this is the best thing so i'm going to be talking about i think a little bit from both sides just so that everybody can understand what is going on through the mind of everyone else and to just you know put my own opinions out there now disclaimer before i continue i am not giving a political commentary on th- on what is currently going on this is me just analyzing it from my own point of view you know taking other people's point of view into perspective and stuff like that so if you are looking for a political commentary eh, eh, this is not it now first things first i want to get the facts out of the way like some small small facts out of the way okay i'm recording this on the 7th of may 2020 which is thursday so the incident report that i have is from wednesday 6th of may 2020 and the fact about the confirmed cases is confirmed cases we have up to 3145 confirmed cases the number of tests that have been done as at the 6th of may 2020 which was wednesday is 22,492 tests yeah the total number of discharge is 534 and the total number of deaths in nigeria is 103 the highest infected age group for the coronavirus in nigeria is between the ages of 21 to 50 with a little bit of disparity in between 21 to 50 but oh my i fall in, in within that range oh. and most of my friends fall within that range oh my god anyway and majority of the people that have been infected are actually men so for those of you that are claiming that this is a feminist issue god is judging you strongly <laughs> anyway um public gatherings are still being closed down so which means schools are not opening anytime soon parks are not opening anytime soon and all the kind of stuff church is not opening anytime soon so it's still online church yay join cci online <laughs> anyway supermarkets are open from 10 to 4 o'clock offices are meant to close by 3 etc 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 now that we have all that out of the way oh yes lagos has a total case of 1,308. That's a lot. 1,308. Now, some people are probably some people probably heard that number. Probably went. Eh? Uh-huh. See, this is what I was talking about. Koyeki, what it is? Lockdown. Yeah. Slow your roll. Zip your trouser. Pull your skirt up. It is not the ease of that cost the high number. Actually, there were there there was a spike in number of confirmed cases even before the lo- the lockdown ease up. Should I still be calling it that? Anyway, even before the lockdown is up, there were, there were a number of... There's been a spike in the number of cases, you understand? So don't actually blame it on the lockdown being eased up and stuff like that. Bumbo clapped. Oh well, now that we have that out of the way, people are actually worried about the fact that, you know, things have been eased up. But people's worries are kind of like the same, at the same time, different. Questions people are having is what will happen to the cash flow, you understand? Uh, what will happen, some people are worried about their education, people still in secondary school and um, university. I particularly pity those who are supposed to have written YEC by now, you understand? Um, some people are worried about increase in confirmed cases and deaths. You know, people are, some people are worried about security, yes, yeah, security. Um, Just a few... Like a month ago, we had this whole Lagos unrest or go unrest thing. And some people are worried that this will create another spike in that, which I don't really think so. 
but even if there's a spike in that, it's not necessarily because of the ease up. It's generally because the people who usually do those things just love chaos. And I already talked about that in a previous episode, so you can just go down below, you know. I think the title is Lagos Unrest, Why It's Not Just Hunger. Yeah. So, basically, why did Buhari, or uh, sorry, disrespectful human being? That was me beating myself, by the way. Yes, we might not like the guy, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't disrespect him, especially if you're a Christian. Respect authority. God damn it. Yeah, okay. Why did the president think it was a good idea to ease up the lockdown in especially in a place like lagos lagos has the highest number of confirmed cases in the entirety of nigeria you understand like if you actually pl- if you actually combine the number of confirmed cases in men- in some states some like five states at the same time they might not even be up to the number of confirmed cases in lagos so why will he even think it's a good idea to do stuff like that you understand that's what many people are wondering about while some people living in lagos you know, are like, yeah, 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 this is good, this is great. But the thing is, I don't think the ease up will have that big of an effect on people's lives in general. Hold up, hold up, listen to me. Don't make conclusions yet. Don't make conclusions yet. If you've been part of the volatile family, you know you should listen, you know, a little bit more before you make conclusions. Okay. The president said something. He said, no country can afford the full impact of a sustained lockdown while awaiting the development of vaccines or cures. And I agree with this. I actually quite agree with this. I don't think any country, not America, not Dubai, not the UK, I don't think any country can can afford to be in lockdown for so long. Like, we've been in lockdown basically since March. That's March, April, this is May, this is the third month, you understand? This virus has been killing us in January. This is the third month. So, three months with offices closed, three months with banks closed, three months with, you know, businesses closed, shops closed, markets closed, different kind of things closed. And to top it all off, you know, Nigeria's economy is suffering. Why? Because... We, we've had a collapse in oil price, you understand? Nobody is mining currently, no, nobody is refining currently, everybody is at home, you get? And the Standard Chartered Bank um, prediction for economic growth before the whole pandemic thing started was 2.5% for 2020. Now, the pre- predicted economic growth for Nigeria has fallen as low as 0.2%. That is a lot. That is, in case you don't understand how bad that is at least to me i'm not a chartered accountant or anything so this is like a lame a lame lame layman's <laughs> view on it but like this fall down to 0.2 percent was if the movie 2012 currently happened but then it was way much more worse things didn't just freeze over things didn't just boil over water didn't just fool the entire earth but then we had sharks that were that were as big as as mammoths feeding on ships and feeding on people and then to top it off you know the gates of hell opened up at the same time and then freddy krueger and all the nightmare creatures including the boogeyman were poured out on the basically the apocalypse that is how i see our economy is going to is currently suffering from the apocalypse basically (laughs) okay don't mind me but like sincerely there are everybody's concern everybody's questions or concerns 
for the ease up for the lockdown ease up is actually quite valid and none of them should be dismissed you understand medical practitioners are saying this is premature and a lot of people actually echo the echo agreement for that outlook but the thing is a lot of people are also worried about their cash flow you understand many nigerians live hand to mouth in case you don't know what that means it means most people don't actually have savings most people don't actually have big paychecks that they are expecting at the end of the month or that they used to expect at the end of the month and everything like that most people lived on what they made that day exactly most people lived on what they made that day the yalata the shop owner all those all many of these people many people in nigeria in lagos in Ogun state in abuja live hand to mouth they live on what they make per day not even per week or per month per day and you know apart from those kind of people people like i currently people like school teachers secondary school teachers you know um tailors all these kind of people many many people like many people in this category also kind of live hand to mouth paycheck to paycheck you understand and pay usually the minimum wage pay they are still dragging 30k sincerely they're 30k 30 mm, calm down but you, you know many people's salaries to begin with is nothing to write home about like 20k is not enough to even care for a single man that lives you know in the cheapest apartments apartment care face to face that's what we call apartment in nigeria face to face you know it's not enough to cater for their everyday life and everything talk less of making massive savings that will carry you for months on end without any other prospect of income and for most Nigerians, it's not easy to just migrate over to, you know, working, doing something online or working one kind of work online or anything like that. Most people aren't actually aware of, of things like that. And it is actually tough for them to even migrate to things like that before. Because to even start in some of those things, you need money, money that they currently don't have. So when President Buhari announced this ease up, many people were actually happy, happy because they get to go back and open their shops. They get to go back to the market and sell and hopefully make a little bit of money to, to you know, be able to care for themselves and for those that, you know, have families to be able to care for their families too and you know some of you might be thinking eh but it's only somebody who is alive that can spend money and everything the thing is many people who are making this complaint actually haven't met with people who actually have no money currently during the same like i have met people who have nothing i mean nothing like at all not a dime uh, um, i told a story once I don't know whether I did it on the podcast, but I was talking to somebody and he told me about a guy who approached him a couple of days um, ago from the time we were talking. And the guy basically said he and his children have, hadn't eaten anything. I think the guy is a widower. So he and his children hadn't eaten anything really standard for the past two days. And the person he met was like, oh, I don't really have anything on me right now. I only have 200 right now on me. And he was like, no, just bring it. And then the man was shocked because when he gave this other man, the guy that was begging 200 naira, this man ran home, legit ran home to his children. And he, he kept wondering exactly how much or how far will the 200 go. But the thing is, that is how, that is the reality of some people's lives currently. Yes, is there a chance that there will be a spike in the number of confirmed cases? Yes. But personally, I think that is inevitable. Why do I think that is inevitable? Because many people haven't been out of their houses for a while. People have been 
safe people have been observing um safety protocols yes we've been having increased cases you understand so i think the spike in increased cases is inevitable it might maybe a little bit delayed but i think it's inevitable but at the same time you have to wonder people are hungry people are desperate these are fearful times nobody is close to a vaccine we have so many fake cures out there out there madagascar said they have a herbal drink that cures this thing and we don't even know how true that is so like people are desperate people are hungry so what exactly is the solution to all of that so in terms of solution like like i said at the beginning nobody really has anything currently um I read an article where an officer of the state, officer of the state, <laughs> I think it was the governor, I can't really remember exactly who, but this is actually many people's opinion that, you know, the lockdown should still be implemented even really much more harshly than it currently is or was, I guess, you know, and, you know, it should be carried on for six more months or, you know, seven more months. But here's the thing. Can we sustain that? No, really, can we sustain that? Because if you say, okay, let, nobody should go out, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, in case you don't know what that means, I like basically said market people, they should not go and sell. You know, if you are saying that, everybody should say, if you are saying we should only react out of a place of fear and, you know, anxiety and panic and all that kind of stuff, when exactly are we going to be able to sustain ourselves and, you know, bear a little bit of risk? Because here's the funny thing, people are actually hungry. People are dying of hunger. There was there was a there was a news article on the Horrors blog, you can check that out, about a woman that died of fasting for coronavirus. Now if now here's my guess. I don't think fasting is what killed I think fasting is what killed that woman, but I don't think fasting is what killed her. What do I mean? I don't think she was fasting because you know she received a divine message from God that her fasting is going to cure coronavirus or take it away. I think she was fasting so that her children would be able to eat. I think she was fasting, you know, because there was no food. I think, you know, she died of that fasting. Like, do you, do you, have you ever seen a documentary on how hunger takes you? It's painful. It's painful just to watch. Now, imagine experiencing it. So, no, I don't think, you know, she was so radical or fanatical in a religion that you know she thought oh i will fast and fast and fast and if and uh, and if god doesn't i will not i will not stop fasting until god answered no 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 no. i don't think so to fast that long and die of that hunger that takes that takes devotion that takes dedication so i don't think it was just because she was praying for the coronavirus i think it was due to hunger and trying to make sure that food there was food for her children and you know and the people around her which is pretty sad very very sad but that's the reality of how some people are currently living in these times most of us that are complaining and saying why why is the government easing up the lockdown most of us live with our parents most of us live you know most of us are still able to work online at least some of us are still able to work online and still any pay so we can afford you know all these services that bring ingredients down to our doorsteps or still go out to the store and buy for ourselves but the thing is the large um, a large population of Nigeria don't actually have those options. You don't have lights, like taking a state now here in Ifo, we don't have light. Um, you know, 
market opens up here, but things are now expensive. Things are ridiculously expensive now. You understand? So many people can't afford. Many people can't follow follow along with the rate of increase because their own economy is dying, just as the economy of Nigeria is dying. Personally, I don't think there is any good choice whether to stay locked in or to ease up the lock lockdown. I don't think any of them is a good choice. I think it is um, go with the go with the worst go with the one you can bear. I think that's it. Go with the risk you can bear. Go with the worst case you can bear because if you say people should stay in, we start having rise um, a rise in other cases apart from corona death by hunger all those kind of things because as much as you want to say be your neighbor's keeper you still have to keep your own family too you understand and if you are in lack there is no way you can provide for your older neighbor and let's 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 be honest people are not so chivalrous to the point that when they say that many many people are suffering we see a large number of people coming to bear that suffering with them and care for their needs we only see a little bit of people and those little people will not reach everybody if you say the government should increase the amount of lockdown without easing without easing up restrictions and anything like that how exactly are you going to provide for the families who are currently starving how exactly are you going to provide for the families that are currently you know in lack and all those things but at the same time if but at the same time if we ease things up how exactly are we going to make sure that we don't have an in you know a much more massive spike in the number of confirmed cases and deaths you understand um the director general of the ncdc said beds have almost finished imagine that beds have almost finished you know beds that they can use to accommodate patients and then he's saying when beds finish they'll probably start treating um confirmed cases in their houses which i think only the rich people will benefit from that because let's not like yeah i want to face me i face you people that are living in boys quarter bungalow other stuff it's only i think it's only rich people that will confirm um that will benefit from that treatment at home you know protocol because let's be honest nigerians don't live in great conditions it's the truth nigerians don't live in great conditions many people live in very very poor accommodations and other stuff and then you want to say you want to treat them at home also we don't have that many doctors in nigeria that are even being paid that you now want to be telling them to be going house to house to go and be treating cases there is no good decision on ground we need the holy spirit to guide us sincerely that's the only that's the only way forward we need the holy spirit to guide us at this point i don't think you know everybody wants to condemn everybody wants to condemn those that are supporting everybody wants to condemn those that are not supporting everybody wants to condemn the government condemn this one condemn that one but here's the funny truth of this all nobody knows what to do no president alive has ever led anybody through a pandemic google it you'll find i'm true no pastor has ever led any <laughs> any congregation through a pandemic google it no no pastor alive sorry google it you see i'm true your father your grandfather has never led any family <laughs> through a pandemic google it <laughs> you know it's true so like nobody knows see everybody is just making the most of what they can do currently it's the same situation with the america america and trump currently everybody is our leaders are human we need to pray for them instead of always speaking negativity into them pray that god offers them wisdom and then they 
their hearts and head cools down enough to follow the wisdom of God. Because sincerely, we need the Holy Spirit, we need the wisdom of God to direct us during these times. There, there are the way I see things. There are no good decisions. We only have, we only have. Um, it's like it's like you know, um, which we only have worst case scenarios. So which worst case scenario is best for us? Like I said before. The, economy, the predicted economic growth for Nigeria currently in 2020 is 0.2%. It fell down from 25 0.2%. And I know many people, you know, are comparing the ease of lockdown with Ghana. I heard, I hear, I'm not too sure about this, but I hear that there was a spike in number of confirmed cases the moment Ghana eased up on lockdown. And it might be the case here. It might not be the case here. I saw images of places in Lagos. There were barely any traffic in many places. But then in some places, in those tight corners and everything, the people were packed. And these things are expected. Since these things are expected. But here's the funny thing. There is no good decision. No matter how you want to think about it, there is no good and perfect decision. Each decision will still bring casualties. You understand? So what we need to be asking ourselves is, which one will bring us the less casualties? The less number of casualties because people need to be fed people need to be taken care of but at the same time we cannot we cannot put the entire nation at risk like an investigation is currently going on to the strange death and uh, i wish you could see me the air quotes i'm using for that strange is so massive strange death in kano like i read i read a meme i don't even know whether it's facts factual because i actually didn't check but i read a meme that said um, Kano has 200 confirmed cases with 300 deaths. Corona is owing them 100 confirmed cases. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, none of these things should actually be made a joke of. But, like, that is how things are currently. And you might agree with, you might agree with me that there are currently no good decisions. You might not agree with me that there are currently no good decisions. But any, any side you stand on, you have to ask yourself. Be objective about it. Really, really objective about it. Which decision can be taken right now that will be the best for the citizens of Nigeria? That will be the best for the economy? Because you might be like, people are greedy, they are worrying about money, but sincerely, people are hungry and desperate. And it's not greed. People are actually starving. People actually don't have money. You understand? People are actually not as privileged as most of us. Some of us, we are only worried about data, data, data. But you know, some people are worried about breakfast, lunch, and supper. Talk less of data. So, like, we need to be considerate of our fellow man. We need to be considerate of our citizens. But at the same time, we cannot be putting the entire nation at risk just because we don't want the economy to collapse. So, what do you, what do you think is the best decision that Nigeria can make as a whole currently? continue lockdown for six more months or something like that or the entire year till a vaccine is made or ease up the lockdown because personally me i feel that the ease up of lockdown will happen eventually it is inevitable at some point things will have to open up and we'll just have to be like oh well whosoever corona go kill you go kill you understand so uh, let me know what you think you understand what do you think? Do you agree with me that there's currently no best case scenario, no good decision to be made, and we can only choose out of the worst case scenarios that, that we have on ground and just choose the ones that is best for us? Or do you think that there's actually a really good decision that can be made and implemented? You know, understand? Whatever it is that you think, please let me know. Like I said before, you can just send me a voice message through the Anchor app. 
Or you can just reach out to me on social media. My handle for Instagram and Twitter is the same thing. That is at Daniel Briggs. At Daniel Briggs. So just, you know, hit me up. I'm your fat teacher any day. I enjoy conversation. If you want to converse, don't worry. I'm a nice guy. But if you throw shade at me, I'm going to throw an entire fucking tree at you. Just so you know. We all want to make it in life, but I'm not willing to, to be stepped on to, for you to do that. Don't come and use me for, for brownie points. Anyway, thank you very much for you know being with me up to this point. Thank you very much for listening to me and my opinions and, you know, hear my amateur analysis on things. These are, like I said before at the beginning, these are my own opinions. You understand? These, this is the way I see things. This is the way I see how things are currently going on the ground. So, if you have a different opinion and you just want to reach out, you know, make them known. Sure, I'll have, I accommodate everybody. Send me a voice message through the Anchor app or, you know, you send me a DM on Twitter and be nice about it. Don't just hide me and don't state why you're hiring me. Do, do, see, if you just type hi and you don't state why you're hiring me, I'll just, I'll just leave it like that because nobody got time man nobody got time okay thank you very much again once again for listening to me if you if you are starving if you are in need please reach out to people you understand reach out to the government and everything i'm very sure that there are organizations that are currently catering to people's needs and stuff right now you understand so please reach out Though we are in isolation, but don't be alone. Reach out if you need anything. And remember, the symptoms for coronavirus include shivering, body pain, headache, sore throat, loss of taste and or smell and smell, difficulty breathing, diarrhea, catarrh, and fatigue. If you are experiencing about three to four of these things at once, maybe you should give NCDC a call. You understand? They will put you through. To what you can do to confirm whether it is the corona that is doing you or whether it is anxiety or something else entirely so please stay blessed stay safe wear your face mask wash your hands sanitize understand and maintain social distancing thank you very much again god bless you and god will see us through these tra- trying times bye bye